Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. If you've ever been to the polo field at Golden Gate Park, it might have sounded a little bit like this. The big, grassy field in San Francisco is probably best known as the home of music festivals, like Outside Lands. But what about something a little more on brand? I mean, it is called the polo field, after all. And that had Bay Curious listener Cliff Barger wondering. Is polo still played in Golden Gate Park? Barger likes to bike and run on the track around the polo field, but he's never seen any horses. If polo was happening, I would probably check it out at least once. I'm Olivia Allen Price. This is Bay Curious, the show where we answer your questions about the Bay Area. Today, we're talking polo. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. Ryan Levy, our Bay Curious sports correspondent, went to Golden Gate Park in search of polo at the polo field. Well, it smells like there have been horses here at some point. (laughs) The smell is coming from the nearby stables where park police keep their horses. But you won't find those horses on the polo field. It is a huge oval that is potentially a couple of football fields long. And it's set up in such a way that it can be used for multiple sports. Christopher Pollock is the historian-in-residence for the San Francisco Recreation and Parks Department, and he's standing with me overlooking the polo field on a windy day. He tells me there were big plans for the stadium, as it was originally called, when it was built just after the earthquake in 1906. Well, the grand vision was that, that this would become a stadium in the biggest imaginable sense, like the Colosseum in Rome. They envisioned thousands of people watching races on the track or soccer on the field, stomping their feet in bleachers that were separated from the field by an arcade of arches. But even back then, parking was a problem. And that killed that vision. 
In its place, polo became the main attraction. It was the thing that people most associated with, with this area. In 1931, the stadium became an official municipal polo field. And for the next three decades, polo matches were a weekly event there. It's fast action from start to finish with eight of world's greatest polo players riding best polo ponies money can buy. But polo is expensive. After all, horses aren't cheap to buy or to take care of. And if you're a serious player, you need a bunch of them. So by the early 1960s, the sport was on its way out. It died out gradually. It wasn't one of these things that just dropped off all of a sudden. It, it happened over a very gradual amount of time as, as the sport really became less popular. There were a few matches played on the field during the 70s, and there's been the odd tournament or charity event in the years since. There are still a couple of clubs in the North and South Bays that host matches to this day. But as far as the polo field goes, it's all concerts and rec soccer games now. That's kind of a bummer. I was having visions of, I don't know, taking like a parasol and having a picnic in the park while I watch polo. A lovely afternoon. Uh, What did our question asker Cliff think? Honestly, he wasn't that disappointed. I think the field is regularly put to better uses than polo would be. No offense to any polo enthusiasts listening. But there's a twist. Ooh, a twist. Just because they don't play polo at the polo field doesn't mean you can't find a match in the city. Oh, really? You just have to go about five miles east of Golden Gate Park to Dolores Park. I took Cliff along with me to check it out. So we just walked up a staircase into Dolores Park from 18th Street. There are a bunch of people riding around on bikes with what look like wooden or PVC mallets. They're playing bike polo on a blue asphalt court. We asked one of the players, Matt Upmeyer, to explain the rules to us. Oh, man, that's tough because there's... Currently 17 pages of rules. But the basics are simple enough. It's usually three on three, first to five goals wins. It honestly looks more like hockey than horse polo. Upmeyer says he started playing five years ago when he was a bike courier in the city. On my regular route, um, I ended up finding bike polo just down in the mission. It looked interesting. I stopped by and, you know, not 30 seconds went by and they were like, hey, come on, try this out. I was kind of addicted after that. Did you, did you feel ready when that first one, or were you like looking at them like riding around and hitting them with the mallets and like, Ugh. Oh, it looks scary as hell, but I mean, I was 19, I was ready to do it. Looks like most or all the players are wearing what might be hockey gloves. Yes, hockey or lacrosse gloves, uh, just anything to protect your hands. Um, most of us have a real job that would <laughs> not like us to break our fingers, so protecting your hands is uh, probably the most important aspect of it. Dang, dude! (laughs) You have teammates! That's Sam Bell, another Dolores Park regular. She says hardcourt polo started in the late 1990s in Seattle. But it's not just a quirky West Coast thing. There are tournaments all over the world. I was traveling in uh, Europe. I played in a women's trans tournament in Lyon, France. We, like, went and had some beers afterwards and looking at this beautiful city, and it was like meeting all of these killer, like, women's trans players from all over Europe. Bell says bike polo is a really communal sport, especially at Dolores Park, where you can find games almost every night of the week. So will we see our question asker Cliff out here playing? Not sure yet if I'll be back with my own bike. He does find bike polo more interesting than the horse version, but he's still worried about getting hurt. What about you, Ryan? Are you going to try out some bike polo? Uh, No, not really a big fan of bikes. Uh, I'd rather ride a horse. Well, giddy up. 
Today's story was reported by our sports correspondent, Ryan Levy. Thanks to Cliff Barger for his question. If you've been digging our show, please leave Bay Curious a rating or a review on iTunes. It helps us out a lot and takes just a minute. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at KQED. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Have a great week. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest, and I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.